Welcome to The Kindness Project, the podcast designed to share stories of kindness and share how kindness can make positive change in our world, one small act at a time. In this week's episode of The Kindness Project, we talk about The Kindness Project mug, The Kindness Project book, and we have part one of our interview with Paul Minter from the charity Head Up. Uh, welcome one and all to... What's up? <laughs> <laughs> You're right, chaps? Um, what's well... up? Do you remember that? You you won't remember what's up, do you? Right, you remember what's up. Don't I don't. Know. What's up? I don't. Anyway, right Oh, welcome one and all to our... Circus of Madness that is the Kindness Project. <laughs> the Kindness Project and the Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> I, well, I'm joined by a very own Dr. Strange. <laughs> and uh, a very own Scarlet Witch. Me. Um, uh, and uh, uh, <coughs> what would you be? Who would you be in the MCU? Wong. Wong. <laughs> A very own Wong. <laughs> if loving her is Wong, I don't want to be right. That does sound it, totally Wong. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's Charlotte. Uh, how are we doing today, chaps? Yeah, not bad, not bad. <laughs> Sorry, is your de- delayed reaction or something? Yeah, both of our brains were deactivated for a moment and then reactivated. Um, and that was when you got a response from Russell. Uh, unofficial well, question of the podcast. Let's start with that. Have you tried turning it on and off again? Who would you, apart from me turning around and saying you're Doctor Strange, who would you like to be in the Marvel comic universe, Russ? Christ, don't get started on this. Huh? I don't watch it. What? I I couldn't name one person that was Marvel compared to any of the other comics. I have absolutely no interest in comics at all. What, not even the movies? Not at all. You're joking. I can, I, can honestly, I, know that? I can honestly say, when when I was younger, we used to watch Spider-Man because it was on telly. But since I've become an adult... I've oh, never, Russ. Now, Russ, you are getting... Sophie's joined us. Sophie, you, what you won't be able to see podcast listeners is Sophie has literally... Uh, uh, we're recording in the lounge, uh, in, my, <laughs> in my lounge. I'm going to upset um, her even more now and tell her I've not even seen an Harry Potter. <laughs> what? Not read the book, not seen the movies. Right, so, right, you've just shot We've lost so we, We've lost so <laughs> Right, I've right. absolutely no interest in it at all. You're joking. No Marvel, oh. no Harry Potter. How about Batman? Oh. How about oh. DC? That's the dog reacting to your disinterest in the Marvel comic universe, Russ. Yeah, it just doesn't interest me. Fair enough. Uh, Yeah, that's fair. Um, Everyone's got their thing, you know. You know, you're allowed to have your. What's your thing, Russ? What's your your fictional thing? I don't really really watch any kind of any kind of fiction, really. 
That's fair. Yeah. I am very big on fiction. Love a bit of fiction, man. Yeah, Char- Charlotte. Charlotte is your nemesis when it comes to that. If you if you were in the Marvel comic universe, <laughs> you'd be in a situation where you'd be like the person who wants to suck all joy out of the out of the world. I'm, I'm, um, not, I'm not saying people shouldn't enjoy it. It's just you don't. Well, and if it was on Teddy and Kelly money and watch it, I'd quite happily sit here and let it play in the background. <laughs> you tolerate it, Raz. That's what you do. But you tolerate it. My life more or less revolves around facts. Yeah, I know I get that. And understanding. And, I, and I, I think I think that's the interesting thing, isn't it? I think if your brain is wired to just think in a different way, yeah. those fictional worlds have got no interest. I just don't it. understand it. I just can't can't comprehend it. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm I'm the opposite way. Like I'm always thinking about stuff beyond yeah. like what's actually scientifically, physically and, possible. And weirdly, at the three of us, I'm the one in the middle. So I like I, I like you know I like reality. I like understanding sort of uh, where I am, you know, and understanding concepts and techniques that I can yeah. practically use in my life. I think all of that is really important. But I also get lost in fantasy sometimes. Yeah, like, I, I really, uh, I'm definitely big on Dungeons & Dragons right now. Yeah. Very big on Dungeons & Dragons right now. Very big. See, I, I get lost in games like Civilization. Yeah. But they're, they're, I mean, they're framed, they're framed in a, rea- a potential reality, aren't they? Yeah. They're, they're actually based yeah, so, on... So they're based on you rewriting history. Yeah, yeah. I just like the fantasy. I think I think there's a part of it that's like... Um, I just really... I don't know. I just... Sorry, I lost my brain there for a second. Um... Uh, let me have some more coffee and I'll get back to you. <laughs> right. So uh, we've we've decided on this podcast so far that uh, I'm somewhere in the middle. Charlotte likes fantasy and Russ likes reality. Yeah. Um, what we there's a few things we need to talk about on this podcast because we are um, we're traveling next week, mm. aren't we? And oh, that, before the travel, we were meant to have cups of the week. Oh, yeah, let's talk about Mug of the Week. Right, yes, okay. Concepts. Instagram eats up niche stuff, you know. Mugs, a new mug every week. I feel like I'm on a social media training call to ask for you. Apparently, Instagram eats up niche stuff. Anyway, new new mug every week, but they've all got business logos on them. Because I've got about six or seven business branded logos. So we've got got six or seven. uh, We're definitely doing Mug of the Week, not Mug of the Month. Depends on how much my mug, <laughs> my mug income becomes. Like if you, if we could get some more mugs in, I could, I could do mug of the week. But if my flow of mugs isn't enough, we need a mug flow, don't oh, we? We need a mug flow. So we need a mug flow. Need? Four a month. we can do that. Right. We can do that. I mean, we could repeat a mug, couldn't we? Yeah, we could repeat a mug. Um, I would appreciate. Let's just clarify. Is that a wild waste? Last time I got a phone call to say, can you get involved? We're six years down the line and it's cost me a mug. 
but we are one of the most popular kindness pro, uh, kindness podcasts in the world, Rush. Well, so, we're, the, uh, we're the only kindness project. I don't think we are. We're the only kindness project podcast, we are. We're not the only kind of project. Yeah, and, and and that's good because I'm glad that there are people talking about amazing stuff going on in the world. But um, you, you yeah, I mean, basically, mug of the week will not be a venture you will regret. Why? Why could we? All right, hold on, hold on. It sounds like you you are asking Russ. It sounds like you're selling it to Russ. And <laughs> Russ you know where the biggest problem is. I just can't say no to them. I just can't say no to any of the kids. <laughs> no, I won't ask you to. Who's mugging the weight now? <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't do it. If I, <laughs> I, I, I won't ask to be involved, bro. I promise. No, I promise no, you. Right. We, I, I don't think. I think mugging the weight can be fairly independently run by Charlotte. Oh, Although Unless she starts a mug of the way. Although I'm not a business logo, I'm going to send you a mug with a picture of my face on it now. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That would be amazing, right? Send, 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 send a mug of the way. Rush. First mug of the way. First mug of the way. No, first mug of the way. Oh, yeah, this one. It. And then that one. Right, and then I'm going to send my mug on a mug. <laughs> Um, and we can be mugs in a week, can't we, Russ? Oh, I will. I will uh, no. I will mug something up to, so that we can do it together. You can well, go well, one we can be mugs in a week. You can go one side and I'll go the other. I'll just search. Russ is obsessed with creating mugs at the minute, isn't he? I have no idea. He, lo- he, lo- he loves I'm a bit of mug creation. You know what? I love a mug. Don't give me a cup to drink out of. Give me a mug, a good, right, decent mug every that, single time. It's that little concept that's different to what everybody else is doing that people grab hold of. Exactly. So you've sold Raz a mug of the week. Yeah. What we need, what we need, podcast listeners, if you can help us out with this, if and again, we I I will be we will be promoting this on. Uh, Avery means business, clearly. Yeah, yeah. Business, um, yeah. Oh, Dan, this is getting uh, serious now. Uh, listen, we're putting our clout behind this. <laughs> our hundreds of thousands of <laughs> listeners are going to help with Mug of the Week. Um, uh, we need like a PO box for the mugs or something. Well, we, where do we send it then? <laughs> right, we need to reorganise that. But if you've got a small business, regardless of where in the world it is, uh, that get involved in Mug of the Week. We would love for you to um, to 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 get involved. But what um, what does a business get out of mug of the week though? Free free advertising. Free advertising. You had a mention that when. So as the as the mug of the week brand builds, effectively it's Charlotte promoting your business. Uh, uh, for free using the power of a mug. That is great incentive, isn't it? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I and think so. You know what? If I break a mug, there's more on the way. And I really greatly appreciate that. So mug of the week is go. We are we are gonna I I, I shouldn't be using my valuable time talking about <laughs> mug of the week, Russ. But you know our marketing meeting on Monday. 
We're including Matt. Are you in the office on Monday? No. We might have to defer our market meeting until Tuesday, where part of that marketing is not going to wait. Not going to happen. <laughs> Why isn't it going to happen? So what you're saying is should yeah, set up a one-a-week Instagram. Yeah. Oh, and, that, and no, actually, let's not do that, because one thing that we do want to talk about on the podcast um, is the Kindness Project book. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've got some exciting news about that, listeners. Um, uh, uh, we have now agreed a publishing deal for the Kindness Project book. It's fully edited. We're just going through a bit of consultation with the uh, all of the amazing uh, people contained in the book. And we are hoping that this book is going to be out in October or November. Um, that's the aim. October, November 2022, you will be able to buy it either on Kindle or in print publication a copy of the Kindness Project. Can I have a signed copy? You can have a signed copy. You might actually want to read this one. You didn't want to read my pensions book, did you? But... No, I read the dedication. <laughs> but... I've got to page two of the pensions book. Page two? You got that far? Oh, yeah. Amazing. Well done. Um, uh, but uh, yes, we are um, we are really excited. The kindness project books coming out, and uh, uh, over the moon that um, we got there. It's a lot of hard work um, to, to get a book published, but we are there or thereabouts for that now. So, a question of the podcast this week is: What's the best European city you visited? Uh, now, Raz, I know you're not a massive traveller, so you might not have um, that many European cities on your list, but where would you like to go? Just on fire. Now, Norwich is paired. <laughs> oh, going in the bed, Norwich again! Hold on. Norwich is paired with a city in Germany. I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> it's an obscure one, but... <laughs> what, like Norwich? So I've been. So are you? Are we going back to that argument been, and debate you had when you're I'll going to try and persuade us that Norwich is the best city I'll in the world? In Germany, it's the best city in England. I've been what? to Norwich, so technically I'm busy in Germany, but the only official I use. No, the no, that's not the way it works. If you're twin with somewhere, you're just like you've got a you've got a mate oh. overseas. Like if you make oh. one twin, doesn't automatically mean you're mates right. with another. Right, okay. T- tell me this. When you go into Norwich, even though it's pinned with a German city, right, can you get a Stein of Lager in any of the pubs or a Bratwurst, you know, the German sausage? No. Have you ever gone into a Norwich pub and gone, can I have your big German sausage? Please don't do that, Ralston, that's just been promoted to the top of my bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> so, the only city I've ever visited outside of the UK is Paris. How'd you find that? I enjoyed the food. I didn't enjoy the city. That's fair enough. Mine, mine As it compared to Norwich. I was very young back then. And I, I didn't have the, I didn't have the uh, desire to enjoy the city as much. Gotcha, gotcha. So it might be different now. Now, now so, we. So like, they've got some amazing architecture. I love a bit of 
bit of architecture arts. Yeah, it would be different now. Pa- Par- Paris, I mean, as you know, I was there earlier in the year. Paris right, is... <laughs> I'm, you know what? I'm murdered for travel because I have been to a decent number of places. And I, I, where we were talking about the other day, and I genuinely, when I talk about places I've been, I'm not, I'm not like massively well travelled, but I've been to sort of a decent number of places. Um, and I said to Kaz, we talk about San Francisco, and said I've been there, loved it, stuff like that. Yeah. She went, you do do this thing where you like. Like when somebody mentions a place, you want to tell a story about your experience on there. And yeah. I've got to be careful that that doesn't come across as arrogant. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, you're well, uh, you're well traveled. That's fine. Yeah, 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 but yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it's not. It's not just being well traveled when we're talking about going to a place and you go, hmm, I've been there. <laughs> that that, that, oh, that one is, they don't like, Russ, is the uh, sarcastic laugh like that. Oh, I've, I've been there. I've, I've, I've never heard you say that about Norwich, though. <laughs> I've, I've been to Norwich. It's not something I openly admit. <laughs> I mean, I want you to edit that particular comment out of the podcast. <laughs> been to <laughs> Norwich. Just I mean that smear it everywhere. That that that, that I do not to... I do not want. I've been to Norwich on a mug with my face on. All right. Well, um, um. So so yeah. Plenty of mugs but... in Norwich. Huh? It's plenty of mugs in Norwich. <laughs> I'm so, so confused on whether mug of the week is a go or not. But you know what? I think me and Bryce have already decided that Mug of the Week is a go, isn't it? What about a location-based Mug of the Week? So, oh, yeah, down for that, Russ. This week it could be sort of Essex. Next week is Scotland. And then you can pick mugs from these different locations. Where are you going to get the mugs from? Position the council. Phone them. Phone them. Who's phoning them? Random, Where are we phoning to go Hold on, hold on, hold on. Randomly look in the phone book. <laughs> five companies. Phone them up. Say, there's a bit of free advertising opportunity for you. I, I, Why don't work. you give it a go? That could work. You need to get one, on the flower. Even if you just get one cup <laughs> and you're sitting indoors one night, Nothing on the telly. I mean, that would be a weird call to get, no, though, wouldn't it? Right. Let, let's just let's just role play that. Right. I'm I'm running my I'm running my really busy financial planning business. Um, you managed to get through my gatekeeper for some weird reason. Uh, so you actually managed to get through to me, which never happens anyway. But hello, uh, Sibylla Financial Planning, Chris Dame speaking. How can I help? Hello, Chris. I want a ranch. <laughs> oh, he's got a minute again. No, you're you're um, meant to be. I'd like to, to, I'd like to point out this would actually occur because I've already pilfered a Cervelo mug. No, no, you, 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 you've already got a Cervelo mug. I get that. Um, but, me, but what we're trying to test is this idea of phoning right, no, the business let, up. Let, let me do it then. Let me do it then. Right. Ring, ring. Hello. Uh, hello, hello, mate. Um, I'm just calling. I'm just. I'm just calling because I've got a bit of a uh, an opportunity for you. Uh, I was wondering if you could put me through to people uh, go for it like that, are they? So it's got to go like this. Right, hold on. I'll, I'll, right, hold on. I'll, I'll be. I'll be. I'll be the. I'll be the owner. Good afternoon, Savello Financial Planning. Chris Dame speaking. How can I help? Give me your mug, son. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Give me your mug. Give me your mug. Right, you you try it. Hello, uh, good afternoon, Savella uh, Financial Planner. I'm, I don't know why I'm putting me posh boys on. I'm using me common boys on the podcast a lot. Good afternoon, Savella Financial Planner. Good afternoon. <laughs> I can't do the intro. Do it, do it. <laughs> oh, he didn't answer the phone. Typical. No, you need, you need to ring. You need to ring. ring. Good afternoon, Savella Financial Planning. This is free advertising, Russ. This is the way to do it. Good afternoon, Savella Financial Planning. Chris Dame speaking. How can I help? Hi, Chris. I was just calling with an opportunity for you that I think... Sorry, I'm really busy. I am so um, busy. It's free advertisement. How would you feel about some free advertisement? Um, in exchange, all I would need is a singular mug. I know a lot of businesses keep oh, mugs. Oh. Uh, and I'll give you Chris's keeper. Sorry, this is all terminated. Right, I'm sorry, sir. Why are you hopping on this call? Uh, this is this is a private call. I would really appreciate if I could conduct my now, business now without the... some interruption. Right, so, you, so you're offering me free episodes. What have I got to do for it? Uh, send me one singular... Is mic- that your dog in the background? <laughs> Genuinely, are you trying to have a professional that's business that's call? That's seriously you not professional. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, what is amazing, what you can't see, podcast listeners, is, is we're making the phone sign with our hands on a podcast, and then Russ on Zoom, every time he wants to get involved in the call, he's making the phone sign as well. And it's not even the new one, it's the old one. It's the old one, it's not that one, it's that one. Oh, my God, sorry. Let's start again, let's start again. Ring, 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 ring. Oh, no. Good afternoon, financial. <laughs> Good afternoon, Savello Financial Planning. Chris speaking. How may I help you? Hello, Chris. Um, I'm calling from Charlotte's Mug of the Week, <laughs> uh, where we provide free advertisement for businesses in exchange for one singular mug and the price of shipping. Would you be at all interested? Now that is a very succinct and professional that, pitch. That, that is good. That's what you do. <laughs> Tell me more. And uh, just oh. hold a, just hold fire. The the more popular mug of the week becomes, the easier it's going to be to send it. People. It's like we, you know yeah. what it's like. It's like, like, it's like the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like the podcast. Do you remember all the all the effort at hassle and time we we went through at the start of the podcast trying oh. to encourage people. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> No! Easy as pie. Do you remember all the effort and sort of time you went through to try and encourage people? Oh, I remember that one. Right. Uh, We've completely got off tangent now. Listen, question of the podcast is we ain't even got past question of the podcast yet. Question of the podcast is what's the best European city you've ever visited? And you can get in touch with us once Charlotte finishes in the following ways. Oh, right, yeah. On Twitter, we're at Ola Kindness. On Facebook, if you want to find us, just put the kindness. If you want to find us. <laughs> I'm still stuck in my throat. <laughs> on Facebook, if you want to find us, you just put the kindness into the search bar. If you want to find us on Google, 
Highness Project podcast should be the first link. If not, why not? Uh, if you want to find us without going through Google, because we know it can be a bit finicky sometimes, it's www.thekindnessproject.co.uk. And if you want to email us directly without going through the fact of digging through our website to try and find our email, it's all at thekindnessproject.co.uk. And if you want to find us anywhere else, email us there and then try and establish some rapport with Russ. Maybe he would think about establishing... Phone Russ and go, hello, Russ, I'm from uh, Mugs with... Uh, <laughs> Charlotte's Mug of the Week. Charlotte's Mug of the Week. Would you know some free advertising? Um, yeah, do, do that sort of stuff. And on that note, because we've definitely spoke uh, yeah. way too much nonsense than we normally do, let's move on to... Kindness News. You know what? You know what? You know what she's doing, bro? She's making this more difficult for you to edit. Cheers. Cheers. Right. Good. Uh, not intentionally, Russ. I'm so sorry. If this Definitely causes, intentionally. I'm so sorry if this causes any grievance for you. Honestly, I'm just caffeinated. It's not, honestly, it's not a problem. I'm just going to leave it all in and hope Thank for you. the best people still tune in. <laughs> Is that is that our resources, podcasts, content producers? Leave it all in and hope for the best. That is literally our policy. People like this or not. Right. Oh, I saw this. So you can tell your story. Oh, there was a man. I'm not. uh, I've completely disregarded the article. Man goes to rescue one kitten and is is ambushed by twelve more in a roadside meat cube. I like that phrase, meat cube. I don't know what it means, but I like it. You don't. It's, no. like a, it's like a trope thing, you know, just random chance brings two people together. Uh, me yeah. too. Yeah. A Louisiana man was surprised to find a stray kitten in the middle of the road. The poor thing was weary and dirty and not shy about approaching him. Robert Brantley picked up this, the grey-striped kitten, an act which was, to quote Gandalf the White, the falling of small stones that begins an avalanche. A stampede of kittens soon came pattering out from the bushes. They swam Brantley's feet, clearly wanting to be the next to go for a handheld ride through the air. There were a dozen in all, but that didn't stop Brantley from loading them up in his car and taking them all home for a bath and some. Anyone wanting a kitten as a screaming price, I'll cut you a deal, he wrote as the caption of a video that went viral on Instagram. Soon he was receiving hundreds of adoption offers for the little ones. Shortly after he posted the video with when all 12 kittens were loading up in his car, he knew that the tactical Honda was not prepared for this. It bears repeating that in many instances, people think they're rescuing kittens when in reality, the mother cat is out hunting or hiding from the approaching rescuer. Indeed, some of the Instagram comments note that when people find kittens who seem lost, they should look around or wait a few hours to see if they can find the mother. Yeah, so that, take a look on Instagram. The guy's, uh, the guy's name is uh, Robert Brantley, and that's a very cute cat story. Now, weirdly, I'm not a cat person. I like dogs. I, I'm, I'm a dog person, but certainly... Uh, oh, yeah, your, your protest about when we got when we got the boy. Yeah. You didn't want him. Uh, well, I'm more of a dog person than a cat person, and now we've got a dog. I absolutely love it. Uh, the next story is, together for short lives, Littlehampton pupils were rewarded for their kindness. Three Littlehampton girls uh, who have been thinking of others have been thanked and rewarded for their effort, efforts. This is from uh, Sussex World. Um, the um, uh, the Year 6 pupils at Liminster Primary raised school, raised 
money, money for Together for Short Lives by making gifts and selling them after school. The UK charity for children's palliative care is currently Morrison's charity partner, and Alison Whitburn, community champion at the Lithuanian store, wanted to reward Gil, uh, the three girls for their kindness. Olivia, Lily, Rose and Abigail raised £45 and gave the charity £23 and the other £22 Cancer Research UK. I thought this was really good of them and gave gave them some lovely chocolate as a gift. And stationery, you know don't forget stationery. And stationery. You know what? What underpins charity in this country? You know, the big gifts are really important and the legacies are really important and all that. But what really underpins this country, I think we had the conversation on last week's uh, podcast, is just people doing stuff that generates 100 quid or you know, 200 quid. I, the amount of times that I've had conversations on this podcast where people have said to me, uh, people have said to me that every single penny helps and you you just need as many people as possible sort of fundraising and donating so well done to those three little girls for for doing that uh, and on the on that note we're going to move on to the interview uh, we've got an interview with paul minter from the charity head up uh, head up is a new charity focusing on mental health for uh, people who used to be in the armed forces. Paul's doing an amazing job uh, and he's doing this amazing uh, fundraising run at the minute around the UK. Oh, he's lapping the coast, isn't he? He is, he's going all the way around. So uh, we're going to let Paul tell us a little bit about him, the charity, uh, and tell us a bit about what he's up to. Hi, Paul. Welcome to the Kindness Project. How are you? Hello. and Yeah, really well, thank you. Thank you for having me on. So we always start on the kindness. Pro- so I just had a slurp of coffee there mid podcast. That was <laughs> on the table. Oh, I better move that. Better put it on a on a tray. Um, Paul, let's start where we always start on the kindness project. Tell us a bit about you. So my name is Paul Minter. I was in the armed forces for eighteen years in the army, uh, the House of Cavalry to be precise, and um, I've done five frontline tours in Afghanistan and Iraq, in Iraq. That's three and a half years of my life. Um, been blown up twice, lost lots of friends, um, saved lots of people, been awarded bravery awards for stuff that I've done. Yeah. Um, got to Sergeant Major and lost lots of friends to suicide, unfortunately. Way too many to mention. Uh, decided that enough was enough. Uh, me and some friends left the army. Uh, four years short of my pension, so I don't get my pension. But, life, but losing friends was more important than financial yeah. gain. Uh, we, we decided to tackle the subject uh, with mental health uh, and people in the armed forces and veterans and trying to help the, stem the increasing numbers of suicides. And we've decided to develop a multi-million pound uh, positive mindset retreat where anyone in the armed forces for, and from any service, um, whether, they ser- whether they're serving now or they have served, they can go to completely for free for seven days and they're going to learn multiple different methods and how they can improve their own mental well-being in different yep. uh, different ways and uh, multiple different ways giving them good uh, tools basically to, to help themselves and to kind of set the charity so we've got a full non-for-profit charity and the, i thought the best way to get the charity name out there get a bit of funding spread the word let people know that the services are there was to run five thousand miles around the uk <laughs> <coastline>. <laughs> as you do 
<laughs> as you clearly do. But I mean, we'll, we'll certainly talk, talk about a, a bit, a, actually, a decent amount about the challenge as, as we move on. A couple of really interesting, like, sort of questions that, that, that I'm just curious about. Firstly, what what was the motivation for joining the forces originally for you? When I um, I didn't know anyone from the forces, so it wasn't like uh, like I was following them in anyone's footsteps. But I, I think I was about eight years old, and I watched a Royal Marine Commando program. I think I had TV, and I was just amazed by what they were doing. I loved the challenge. I loved, you know, I just thought I was really inspired by it, and it never left me. It was up until the age of sixteen. I was just it was still nigging in my brain that that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. And so I did. Uh, at sixteen years old, I, I went down to the careers office and, and signed up. Yeah, and. I suppose the interesting thing for me, and I'd be interested to understand your thoughts on this. My understanding of of when you and we've we've had people who who run charities now who have um, uh, have come from a forces background yeah. before, haven't we? So Chris Haycock and there's other people we've interviewed who have done have done similar sort of things before. But the interesting thing is you talk about that positive mindset, and do they? What's the difference between what they teach you in the forces about mindset and what you need when you come out to potentially have really good emotional and mental well-being what do you think well what they teach you in the armed forces is very good it's very regimented yeah. it's um you know you're getting up at certain times you're leaving you know you're not you're, you're outside straight away you're doing fitness so that's all good. It's, it's, it's very um, positive in that sense. You're surrounded by people constantly, but what? But the training is intense. There is a serious amount of long um, periods of high intensity training. Learning quite often, you know, you're learning to kill. You're learning to defend yeah. and, and kill, and you're you're up there. Your your brains you know, going a thousand miles an hour. But what they they do struggle with. It's bringing people back down again. Gotcha. So when when people leave the armed forces, they're still up there. They're still fly, flying around a thousand high, a thousand miles up in the sky, and the, the civilian world isn't like that. And you yeah. know when you when you're then surrounded <coughs> by um, a community which isn't on that same wavelength. All sorts of problems. Yeah. And I suppose the other thing is as well, is you've got a, you know, because you need to have a heightened sense of danger in the forces, which which in the civilian world is, you know, that actually can torture and punish you mentally as opposed to help you survive, right? Absolutely. One of the big problems with people in armed forces, especially those that have been on tours, um, in places like Afghanistan, Iraq, Syria, all these sorts of areas in the, in, in the most uh, more common years, um, they suffer with paranoia a lot. The because your you, you know your 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 alertness is not in a high high readiness state. That's it. And um, I, I suffered with paranoia really badly. Um, I, I think I go back from my fourth tour. So and that the job I used to do, I, I joined another unit on top of what I was in. Done, which done some more specialist sort of stuff, and we were constantly in under attack. We didn't know who was who around us was actually friendly, who wasn't. Um, what, was it going to be a bomb or a, 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 an improvised explosive device when we open a door? Are we going to step on one? And quite often, our friends around us did. 
some some people often or around me they like I say I've been blown up twice and yeah. very fortunate that I've survived them. Many people that didn't survive them that I was with. Um, so when I came back from my fourth tour, I was seeing people following me. I could I was looking out the window and I was, I was certain there was someone out there. And I said my brain just couldn't comprehend that I was safe. It couldn't do it. And I got to an extent I got so bad I wouldn't go out of the house. Uh, and it, it led to anxiety, huge anxiety. And then that which, because I was leaving the house, it led to depression uh, and all these things. It's just a snowballing effect. And gotcha. a lot of, lot, lot of veterans, a lot of farmers. You're, you're trying to be ready for that environment. And then you're in that environment. And then when you come out, you know, it's yeah. that, 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 those, those mental states just don't change, do they? That's the reality of it. So I know you're doing amazing work with the charity. Tell me a, a bit about Ahead Up and the work doing that. So we um, developed, we come up with a business plan. Like I say, we, we've done lots of surveys, lots of research, lots of our own knowledge. Um, and some of the things that were missing was a lot of the help, pretty much all the help you get in the armed forces when you need it. They... They, they send you to a place which is still in the armed forces environment. Yeah. Um, so this trauma that has caused you to feel in a certain way um, is probably coming from the armed forces, but the help you're getting is still in the armed forces. Yeah, still uh, in the culture, right? Yeah. It, just doesn't, it doesn't make sense. You, 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 know, you can't get better when you're in that environment. So the retreat itself is going to be, even though it's for armed forces personnel um, and community, it's not, it's, the retreat's going to be completely unmilitarized. That's one of the first and major things that we want. But also, um, we want to be very proactive. So anyone can come, and as long as they have been in the armed forces, but or they still are, they can come and join us. We're not asking for them to have a medical evaluation. We don't care whether they're um, at, on their last tether and they're about to give up in life, or they, they're in a great place, but they just want to learn new methods. So we're trying to catch people before they even get to that stage. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could, you could argue that, I mean, prevention might be better than cure, right? So people who have just come out who think, you know, actually, I feel all right, but I want to learn some techniques yeah. might be the right, like, it's not a bad place to start that, is it? Do you know what I mean? At that point where... Before the snowball gets... Yeah, potentially, yeah. So I'm really excited about this. Tell me about where, when, how much money have you got raised for the retreat? What, what's the longer term plan? When are you planning to open it? Tell me all about that. Yeah, so we're actually after we put a business plan together um, to develop the retreat, to cover the wages for staff, to cover the the cost of each individual throughout the seven days, um, and also for two years worth of running. We've 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 worked it out to be roughly around three million pounds, okay. um, which is a great, it's a huge feat to try and get that. But the money is out there, so it's yeah. just about yeah. letting people persuading, the, especially the big grant givers, that we are the right people to be given the grants to. Um, so it, no, we have we only set up we're a full non-for-profit charity, which was the main thing. So we no one can financially gain from our charity uh, apart from the beneficiaries. We're completely transparent. Everyone can see where the money goes. We're complete. We're audited all the time. So that was the main thing, and we got that. It wasn't easy, but we managed to get it. Um, and we so we we were registered as of August 2021. Um, we started fundraising as of September. We've been currently on about 354,000 pounds. Okay. So. We're doing really well, absolutely smashing our targets. Because um, people just, they, they, they can see the benefit of what we're doing. They want yeah. it to happen. We've, we've got lots of charities that want to work with us. We've got lots of business. Because one, one of the key things is 
businesses, we're going to business and we're saying, look, have you got veterans in your organization? Yes. Do you are you mandated to give them mental health training throughout the year? Yes. Well, guess what? We've got a three, seven day positive mindset retreat which we're about to set up. It will be fantastic to send them over here. They can learn different methods and then pass it on to people in your workplace. Yeah. So businesses businesses are seeing that and they're like, wow, what a fantastic idea. Let's help you get it up and running. So that was um Paul first uh, part we've got more from Paul next week um, and we're really excited to share what he's up to uh, on that note here's the end of another podcast but the end is never true the end, the end is always the beginning of something entirely new and this week I once again have my wonderful mug from Russ and I'm going to keep bringing this up because I love it so much well done Russ um, uh, so this week we've got um, last week's question of the podcast which is what's the best band name you've ever heard and there was some really ama- amazing band names we didn't get a lot of responses uh, to this one. Uh, out there oh, one of them um, sorry I just want to scroll down on your little document see if we've got any more Twitter responses uh, we've got a few we've got a few no, we, we, so we, we it was a smaller selection of answers this week but the quality is amazing. So, uh, John Cook said, Uncle Acid in the Dead Beats. Chris Budd said, Oh, I've got so many, but I've always liked Ted Mucus and the Membranes. However, I've just looked it up and it seems they've never existed. So, he just made up the name Ted Mucus <laughs> and the Membranes. Sam Binstead said, We were promised jetpacks, uh, is his favourite. And Steve Bazakase likes Mama Jerk and the Ladyfingers. And on that note, talking about Ladyfingers, um, <laughs> uh, we are going to end this podcast. Have a lovely week. See you next week on the Kindness Project. Bye. Bye.